0: Yeah. Here. Okay. So full disclaimer. <laughs> Sophia is currently driving back to New Jersey from Kentucky all by herself. So if the audio or the connection is a little bit off, that's why. But we're going to try our best. I'm also stuffing my face with food right now. So there's that.
1: <laughs> awesome. Yeah, three hours left.
0: You're doing great, though. So you got seven hours down, then.
1: Oh, yes. I know. I know. It's insane.
0: I don't know if I could drive that long by myself.
1: You know, I don't know if I can do it either. I'm, like, kind of sick of it. (laughs) My butt hurts. My back hurts. These shoes, the shoelaces. I should just take off my shoes. Yeah.
0: Uh, did you know that technically it's illegal to drive with your shoes off?
1: I did know this. I did.
0: Which I think is absolutely insane. Like, why? What,
1: what's the... Yeah, I was just gonna say, what's the reason? It's just really right? What is the reason?
0: I don't know. Like... I really have no clue. The only thing I could think of is, like, let's say you take your shoes off and leave them by the pedals. Then that could cause, like, a hazard because they'll get, like, under the pedal. Yeah. But if your shoes are anywhere near the pedal, then there really shouldn't be a problem. I've driven with my shoes off before. I
1: feel like if you've ever gone down the shore, you've totally driven with your shoes off.
0: Yeah, or if you, like, you've been out in heels...
1: That's
0: true, yeah. Yeah. How is the golfing range? <laughs> I freaking killed my dad. I killed him. Which is hilarious because I haven't played a round of golf in... Jeez, how long has it been? Probably like six years. Damn. And I've only ever like been to the range a handful of times within that... that spans time so like the fact that i like kicked my dad's butt at the range today is kind of hilarious because he golfs regularly like literally goes out golfing at least once a week goes to the range multiple times a week like and like he's a good golfer like i don't know the thing is too the last time i played golf like i was low-key trash, but i also (laughs) was kind of like falling out of love with this sport so i think i have just like but it's like insane how like I'm just, like, kind of getting back into it, and it's, like, my body just remembers, and, like, I've been hitting good shots, like, I hit a five wood at 200 yards, which you might not know, but, like, that's a long distance for wood, especially as a female golfer, like, that's, that's long distance, so, I'm pretty proud of myself.
1: Yeah. Good shit. Again, I, yeah, you're right. I don't know what any of that means. Yard. I know the yardage like that. I get that. I get the distance. I don't know Mm. what.
0: So basically a driver is like the, the longest club that you can hit. And that's usually like, usually when female golfers hit a driver, that's when they're pushing like the 200 yards. Um, male golfers will go like way farther, like 250, 275 sometimes. Um, but I was using a wood, which was, like, a slightly shorter club. Still good for, like, long distances. But, like, c- you can sometimes hit it straight off the mat without the tee. I was using a tee, though. But, yeah, the fact that I was still hit- able to hit it, like, the same distance as, like, I would with a driver. Like, that was just insane to me. Wow. Good stuff. You think you're going to go back again,
1: like, soon? Or pick it back up again?
0: or? Well, so here's the thing I just got this set of clubs um my dad's friend um knew somebody who recently passed away and she had like a vintage set of Nancy Lopez golf clubs and so he decided to give those clubs to me because like the clubs that I had they're mad old like they're all like hand-me-downs like mixed set like pretty ugly like ratchet looking set of clubs um so i tried this set and i actually hit them like really well the first time i tried them and the grips were like falling apart so my dad and i just recently put new grips on them and honestly like today was my first time trying them with the new grips and i was hitting them so much better today than i was the last time I um so i do like now that i'm seeing that i'm actually like doing pretty well i kind of do want to like get back into it but the only difference is like Hitting balls at the range is way different than hitting them on the course. So like, I'm kind of nervous to get back on the course just because I know it's gonna be a lot more difficult. Like it's not like even terrain, it's not a fixed like environment. Like, like you never know what your next shot is gonna be like. So, yeah.
1: (laughs) Interesting. And what is it, the sand party called again, a bunker? Yeah. It is? Really? Yep. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah. And then there's birdie,
0: right? <laughs> yeah, that's that's the term for, like, if you hit um, one under par.
1: And par is? That's, like, like the that
0: average for a hole.
1: That's You hit the ball three times, right?
0: Yeah, so if it's a par three, then, yeah, that would be the average. And then to get a birdie on that would be if you hit it hit the ball twice and got it in the hole in two strokes. But like, depending on the length of the hole, you have like different parts, but it usually ranges from par three to par five.
1: Okay. Okay. Interesting. Wait, so when you said wooden thing, is it made out of wood? No, they're all iron, right?
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's called a wood um honestly i don't even really know like the history for the name of that club like hybrids make sense because they're like a hybrid of like a wooden an iron um driver makes sense because you're really trying to drive the bar the ball as far as it can go um but yeah i really i don't know why they're called woods. I-irons, I guess, is kind of the same thing, like, but if you think about it, all clubs were originally made, like, out of wood. Yeah. And then, like, over time, um, they were switched to, like, metal clubs, um, and, like, the metals changed over time, too. Actually, so, I was going... Any, like, any family of golfers has, like, the clubs that they keep in the garage, before are, like, the other like, clubs aren't place anymore, and then the clubs that they keep like inside the house that are like the frequently used So I was going through the old ones and I found my brother's old set, and I found like this club that still has the wooden staff. And I was like, "Yo, that's insane!" Like, you could probably like with how old it is, I probably break it if I tried to use it today. Oh wow! Yeah. Like, talk about vintage.
1: Yeah, I'd imagine people collect old golf clubs too,
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Enough about me, though.
1: Ah, yes. I'll tell you about my seven-hour drive. Nothing happened.
0: (laughs) Okay, but you said you stopped at one point, right? Huh? You said you stopped at one point?
1: Yeah, just for gas.
0: Did you encounter any weirdos?
1: Uh, no, actually, I stopped twice for gas.
0: Okay.
1: No, nope, no weirdos. I've literally just been on a one-way mission of going the fuck home. <laughs> it.
0: Yeah, I don't blame uh, you.
1: It was cool. I before I left, I went to lunch with um, one of the supervisors. Took us out to lunch. And I did uh, like, I, I did a little faux pas, like usually when you got to lunch and someone says they're gonna pay for it, like, you get like relatively the same price thing as they are getting, mm-hmm. right? Right. I thought we were all getting like something other than euros, because who the fuck goes to a Greek place, a Greek sit down and just gets a euro, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. So I, I got there really early and I was just like doing some work. And I was like, okay, yeah, I know what I'm gonna get. I something I haven't tried before, not a fucking euro. Anyway, so I order first, and then everyone needs to get a euro. And I'm like, wow, I look like the asshole.
0: No, they just look boring.
1: No, but it felt like if,
0: if the whole table gets a euro, that's. Boring. Like they're just trying to fit in with everybody else at that point. Like, come on now.
1: Well, no, it's not the whole table. It's me, the other intern, and the lady that's like the supervisor.
0: Oh. So it's
1: like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I look like the asshole. <laughs> My thing was like five dollars more than theirs.
0: Eh, five dollars. That's like nothing.
1: Yeah. Oh well. Uh, Bro. Other than that. I'm like driving and I was like, I think I'm kind of autistic.
0: (laughs) Please elaborate.
1: Well, first of all, I just think about my mannerisms. Mannerisms. And like I was like talking to to Sid about it. Because like Sid has lived with me. and She's able to like make comments on like my behavior. And like I'm just looking back at all the things I've done. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh bro what are you eating a salad oh okay, okay.
0: <laughs> it has apple chips in it oh okay 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 i'm almost done uh, so, don't worry i'm sorry i'm like crunching <laughs> your <over> ear <here. laughs>
1: no no you're good i just didn't know what it was,
0: I was like... <laughs> Jeez. no i'm the obnoxious person i'm the asshole no
1: no anyway yeah no i just to keep it short um I think I'm autistic at least on the spectrum some type of spectrum whether it's like ADHD or like autism my my good friend who like I tell everything to like all like my crazy thoughts and like I'll wake up in the morning and like, I'll send him a picture he's like I was like when I told him I think I'm kind of autistic he goes you probably are <laughs> <laughs> no 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 you you <laughs> <laughs> He goes, he goes, he you probably are, but you're semi attractive, so don't. Uh, when...
0: Why semi attractive?
1: It makes sense, though, because the amount of times I've been called <laughs> quirky in my life, you know how many people call me quirky? I thought <laughs> I was like, oh my god, he's right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yo. Honestly, though, if I've learned anything from freaking psychoanalyzing every single person in our generation, everybody is on some type of spectrum. Yes, yes. Everybody. There's not one person who is, like, average or, like, normal. Like, no. Like, everybody has some weird shit going on. Like, for example, I had a very similar situation where... This was back when I was in high school, mind you. And I thought high school, like i feel like i was the most normal that i've ever been in my entire life when i was in high school because i was just trying to like you know keep my head down you know so <laughs> there's this guy that i was like kind of involved with and he called me eccentric and i was like i'm ex- i was like what like <laughs> like i barely did anything like i i ran tracks i got good grades i was in like the Spanish club for a little bit like like basic stuff right yeah like I didn't like I didn't have any weird like crazy like hobbies at the time yet like I was just like a like well I was trying very hard to be a normal kid and I was like why am I eccentric and then it turns out it was because of the way that I talked and I was like (laughs) why like what what about the way that I talk is weird and i think that it kind of also goes into the whole like oreo thing you know like being a colored person but going to predominantly white schools. so then you learn how to kind of speak like them so when people see you they assume you're going to speak a certain way and then yeah. you don't and like i would say that i have a fairly like a fairly vast uh vocabulary so i think that that was part of it but also just like the things i said sometimes yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Also,
1: may I point out? You just said I was trying really hard to be normal. <laughs> <laughs> if you have to try. If,
0: take
1: effort, <laughs> if there's like, way you gotta will yourself there, <laughs> I <I'm> just think. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I just. Um... Trying to be normal,
0: you know? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but like you already know some of the things that I've done. Like I know. Okay, so for our listeners, I told this story to Sophia before, she's just gonna have to sit through it again. But uh, yeah. I I think I realized something was wrong with me <laughs> after I had this situation as a child, so I was very socially awkward as a kid like i had a very difficult time making friends to the point where like my mom would set up play dates for me because nobody wanted to freaking ask me to hang out with them because i was freaking weird so <laughs> one day this girl comes over to my house and it's around christmas time and you know my family does <laughs> a traditional like christmas tree and they're like the little pines are like falling off the tree <laughs> For some reason, I find it very soothing to like try to like sweep up the pines because they're like stuck in the carpet. So I'm like, like I'm just like entranced in like picking up these pines. <laughs> I don't know even what triggered the argument, but like she did or said something that caused me to get mad at her, and it kind of started like a little fight. And obviously, like you, like it's a play date. Like she's at my house. My mom's like, you have to apologize. Like, like she can't go home. Like freaking crying to her mom and thinking that some like shit went down at my house, you know? So I was like, "All right, fine. So I go, (laughs) I want to apologize to her, but okay. (laughs) This is so bad. Let me give some context. Um, As a kid, I really liked to make forts and like have little secret hiding places. And so I had like a little hiding place in my closet. Um, And that's it was like a safe space for me, right? So, when I needed to apologize to this girl, I guess, like, something about it just felt so uncomfortable to me that I felt like I needed to do it in my safe space. So, I literally invited her into my closet. (laughs) 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 Yo, like, I really invited her into my closet. She didn't want to go in. And I didn't understand why. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, what the hell? Like, what the hell was wrong with me? <laughs> and I wonder why. I wonder why I'm still like so awkward, or why I'm freaking single right now. And then I look back at times like that, and I'm like, what else have I done that I just don't realize how freaking weird it is? Because to me, it just makes sense.
1: <laughs> it's the shit you do as a kid. And you're like, oh no, I didn't. I didn't know how to do social
0: uh, yeah I will say I've definitely gotten better but yeah I I still catch myself sometimes which is part of the reason why I'm also kind of like a loner now because I just rather avoid those awkward situations altogether
1: the more awkward situations
0: So there's a girl who freaking <laughs> calls me almost crying about an awkward situation that she caused with your supervisor. Wait, 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 what did, I, what did I do? It was when your supervisor asked you what 5 times 15 is.
1: Oh my god, stop! <laughs> stop. <laughs> stop.
0: <laughs> and what number did you tell her, Sophia? I
1: said, no, no, it was 7 times 15, and I said 90, and she said, what? I was like, I'll okay. be we Okay. To be fair, I was dehydrated. I was up since like eight o'clock, sleep deprived, working on pee flying around my face. So like I was like trying to get away from it. But yeah, that was so awkward. That was unbelievable. oh, and can I tell you another awkward thing? Go ahead. I'm in the shed. We're all in the shed. Everyone's working, and then and then she <laughs> she walks in, and like I'm just minding my business. I had my headphones in. And then she's about to leave, and I say, "Stop!" But I go, "Wait, what's your star sign?" Everybody stopped, dead silent, and she goes, "A tourist. What are you taking a survey? And then just walked away. And I was like, "I would just—I really was taking a survey. I was asking everyone their star sign." And I thought, "Oh, we didn't ask because everyone excludes her be, just because she's like, she's like the supervisor." And I was like, "Look, it's my last day. Like, I'm gonna learn star signs. What the fuck?" There's three Tauruses, a Pisces, a Libra, a Tarius, a Virgo, and a Leo
0: in there, okay? That's a quite a diverse group of beekeepers.
1: Yes. Off the road
0: again. So, <clears throat> since you're driving, how many times, yeah. well, first of all, let me start with this question. Have you seen any pops on your drive so far? Yes. Did you get pulled over?
1: No, no, no. Don't say that.
0: How many times have you been pulled over?
1: Like, in the history of me driving? Yes. Ooh, golly. Um... (laughs) Wait, hold on. It's either four or five. Four or five. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a spe- I love to speed, I'll tell you that much. All those all those except for one was speeding.
0: Girl. One. I'll thank you. And it happened when it happened earlier this year. Yeah, when I went to Pennsylvania to visit for AD okay. Weekend and it was like, I was so close to, like I had gone, mind you, it's like a, it's like a three hour drive, give or take. And I had gotten to Connecticut, gotten through New York, was almost through Jersey. Like I was right at like the Jersey, Pennsylvania line. And that's when this guy got me. And I was upset because I saw him because he was coming down the opposite way. And I was like, oh shoot, let me slow down. So I started to slow down. He freaking drives over the divider, turns around, and puts his lights on, and I was like, "Damn it!" Are <laughs> you serious? So, what are so you get me for? Beating, and oh. I'm glad he caught me when he did. Though I was going at, I was going like 80 and a 55, but like earlier on that drive, I was definitely going like 100 at one point. Like I was freaking like I was going because driving long distances makes me anxious, so I just try to get it done as quick as possible um so yeah he pulled me over freaking 20 minutes away from my destination <laughs> and he goes oh do you do you know why you you got pulled over and i was like no and he's like is this your first time getting pulled over and i was like yes and he's like really and i was like yes <laughs> um and then he saw like i was wearing my Del Val hat and he saw like the Del Val like magnet on my car and he's like He's like, where are you going, DelVal? And I was like, yep. <laughs> and um, he was like, yeah, I could tell. And he was like, so you know this area pretty well, don't you? And I was like, well, it's been a couple of years since I've been here, but I like kind of like I'm not from here because I have a freaking Connecticut license plate. Like, obviously, I don't know it like the back of my hand and well i didn't say that because he's a freaking white cop and i'm a black female so i have to like kiss his ass you know yep. so <laughs> so he goes oh so do you know the speed limit and i literally oh like God. i have to check my phone because i definitely didn't know the speed limit in that area so i checked it and i was like oh it's 55 and he's like yeah you're going 80. and i was like oh and he's like i get it you know sunday morning open road you know you're listening to music you're not paying attention i was like yeah okay okay as long as you think that's why i'm speeding i'll go with it um (laughs) and he's like all right he's like have you ever like do you have any points on your license and i was like no so he's like all right he's like i'm gonna go check and i'll be back in two minutes he's like if i'm back in two minutes then i'll let you off in the morning but if i stay longer that means i found something and you're most likely gonna get a ticket and i was like okay now at this point i wasn't nervous anymore because i was like i'm good if he freaking like if he pulls some shit out of his ass i'm gonna be pissed because i know for a fact that i'm clean because back in two minutes he's like all right you're good I'm like damn straight i'm good so he freaking gives me my stuff balance. and he's like all right have a good day and i was like yep <laughs> and i i let him go before me because i was like i'm not trying to like have him tail me and try to catch me for some other stupid shit, you know. Yeah. But yeah, that was the one and only time I've ever been pulled over, and I am going to try my damnedest to not get caught speeding again.
1: Nice. Yeah. No points on the license.
0: How many points do you have?
1: I honestly don't know. I may have like two. Okay, You know, I actually have a criminal record. From speeding? Yeah. In the state of Arizona, fuck Arizona, first and foremost. Fuck the police officers in the state of Arizona, second. But in the state of Arizona, if you are speeding, it's a criminal offense. So that means you could be going, if it's a 70 and you're going 71, you can go to jail.
0: That's stupid.
1: Yeah. So I got pulled over. Mind you, mind you. Okay. I was going 100 in a 70.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: I don't know. No. Okay. Okay. But hear me out. Hear me out. The officer openly admitted to going 90 in the 70. He goes, I was going 90 and you passed me. I said, then I said, sir, but I didn't say that. I wanted to say in my head, by your own standards, you should be arrested too, you fuck.
0: Right? Oh my god! Sit
1: there and just blatantly say that you were speeding. While threatening me, who I was like, I'm in Arizona, I'm from New Jersey, and I'm currently in Arizona. I'm like, I, I'm obviously away from home. You're going to sit there and say, you could have me arrested? I can't do that. So fuck that. Fuck, I literally just got done dealing. It's forever on my record. They're all cunts. Fuck them. Fuck the police. Fuck. Th- As a matter of fact, when I had my lunch this morning... There's four cops, and we were talking to them. And they go, Yeah, like it's nice when the college kids come around because instead of driving around looking for trouble, we just sit and wait for them. Fuck you, you piece of shit. What do you do all day? <laughs> what do you do all day? You just don't believe it is sitting around doing nothing. Fuck you.
0: Yeah, no, honestly. So, my ex, he was a police officer, and he would tell me that, like, if he would get complaints about, like, you know, like kids. Being stupid, whether it be like a, a, at a park or like in a neighborhood or whatever. Basically, what he would do is he would go over there and give them a warning because he didn't want to have to do the paperwork. And then he would leave and he'd say, If I come back and you're still here, I'm going to have to arrest you guys because he didn't want to have to do the paperwork. And it turns out a lot of police officers do that just because they don't want to let like, freaking speak the word.
1: Well, my guy loves fucking paperwork, apparently, because he sat there and got my ass.
0: Yeah, the, the cops that like being cops are the worst cops.
1: I They are absolutely, the, positively the worst. And you know damn well they're the ones that didn't go to college. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: Yeah. Freaking joined the academy straight out of high school.
1: Yeah, come on, man. Go fuck, Jesus, go fuck yourself. I hate the whole, do I know? okay, hot take. I hate the the, the romanticism or the romanticizing of, of like certain occupations, you know? They go, oh, they're so noble because of their job. It's like, no, that's an average ass fucking person that has their own biases and their own issues. They're not heroes, they're all getting paid. A hero would be if they did it voluntarily. That's your true. Your neighborhood watch is is more morally adept than a police officer because they volunteer to do it. Those troopers yeah. are getting paid. You know how much New Jersey cops got. You probably know how much New Jersey state troopers make. Um.
0: Okay. Well, my ex, he was um, he wasn't a state trooper. Um, no. but he did get promoted to be a juvenile detective, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna air out his business. But yeah, he was was making a pretty penny. I'm,
1: I can I can say state troopers. Like I looked at a, a job at like entry level, seventy nine k. Are you fucking kidding me?
0: <laughs> and you know what's great about it too, what? is every year they automatically get a raise.
1: I know. <laughs> like, what the fuck? What the fuck? They get a little. They get to drive around their little cars, wear a little Batman's belt. <laughs>
0: The bright side of me dating a police officer, well, besides learning all those little, like, inside things about them, is that while we were together, he resigned. So, Mm. I'd like to say that I contributed more to effing the police than anybody who attended a protest. Facts. No, No, I'm
1: just more just pent-up rage towards the government
0: yeah and like that's the thing like i'm really after being with the cops it made me kind of like appreciate some of them more but like some of them really like like for example so he he was he was mixed half black half white, and like he would literally have to go to protest like just to be there just in case that some should happen. and he would have like this white girl screaming in his face calling him a traitor but he's like, bro. First of all, you're white. <laughs> um, and second of all, just because he's a police officer he doesn't mean he's automatically against black box Yep, like, and that makes me feel bad. Like, that's why honestly, after being with him, I learned that a lot of cops actually hate being cops because of that kind of like backlash that they get. Because some of them genuinely do just want to like be there for people and like help people out and like try to make. Like a safer space, but then all of the like the nasty cops, you know, they freaking basically rain and then make everybody else look bad. And that's part of the reason why he was dying, because he like, he just couldn't stand that type of environment.
1: Yeah, and everyone has to find a way to like pay the bills. So I, I, don't, I don't. Yeah. I'm just saying I would I would never want to live in a world that doesn't have police officers. But, mm-hmm. I don't like particular... I would love to live in a world that doesn't have certain police officers.
0: Oh, yeah. I definitely think that they need to do a better job at, like, freaking weeding out the bad ones. I know. Like, it shouldn't be so easy for people to become a cop.
1: If you did ROTC in high school, you shouldn't be allowed to be a cop. That's
0: mm-hmm. I
1: mean. You're too eager to hold a gun. Too eager. Yeah. Oh, okay, so I, on my drive, I've listened to various radio stations, and I stumbled onto, um, it's not PBS, what is the other one? I don't NPR. know. NPR, and they were talking about, did you hear about Brittany Griner, the WNBA player, she got arrested in Russia for, uh, for drug charges?
0: I actually think I did hear of that. But wasn't it, like, marijuana? Yeah. Yeah.
1: So then they were saying that they're going to try to make a deal. So they'll trade one U.S. prisoner, or two U.S. prisoners for one Russian prisoner. Uh, I, wait, I don't, I don't think I said that, clear. Now, two U.S. citizens that are detained in Russia will be traded for one Russian citizen that is detained in the U.S., what the hell? Yeah, because everyone's like making a big deal, like bring Brittany Griner back. I remember some people were saying if it was LeBron, he would be here tomorrow. I mean, low key. Okay. But, <laughs> okay, okay. But I was thinking about this. <laughs> they shouldn't trade her. They shouldn't. One thing. Okay, first of all, I don't care who you are. I don't. Everybody knows Russia and and the idea of what it's like to go to Russia. Everybody knows. Like to say you don't would be ridiculous. So if you aren't from the country and you know this country is notorious for just being harsh, why are you bringing weed? Yeah. Why are you bringing weed? And then to make this deal, when Shakari Shikari Richardson was left out of the Olympics for legal marijuana. Yeah. You're gonna go above and beyond to save a woman that is that is smoking illegal marijuana in a foreign country that we have not the best relationship with. That's what we're going to do. I'd be like, bro, that's on you. I'll leave that. i would leave the woman there. I'd be like, there's no way. And the person that they're swapping her for, he's a Russian's illegal arms dealer.
0: Yo, that's way worse.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's been in prison for like 20 years. He has like five years left on his sentence. Something like that.
0: It's like, bro, like, why? I don't know. Thoughts? Yo, that is not an even trade. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell? (laughs) Yo, they're like, yeah, let's get our weed-smoking basketball player back and we'll give you back your illegal arms dealer who probably freaking gives, like, automatics to, like, 16-year-olds. Like, what? (laughs) Exactly! (laughs) (laughs) That's insane.
1: Uh yeah, it's just like and the whole like of LeBron, I'm gonna be honest. I don't think LeBron would ever put himself in that situation. Yeah, like,
0: well, first I mean. of all, he has a family. So there's that. And second of all, he's just like he's he's just been in the game for too yeah. long to like do anything stupid like that. Definitely a strategy. Because they're like, oh, you know, those Americans, they love their basketball. And they love their weed. So they're going to want this one back. Yeah. But we want that one back. So if we make it seem like we're going to keep her here forever, maybe they'll be willing to make a deal with us. But I feel like if it was, like, like if it was some, some random girl that, like, nobody's ever heard of, obviously none of this would be happening. Yeah, true. Uh, This is why, like, honestly, this is why I don't like to pay attention to the news or anything like that, because everything about it frustrates me. Whether it be, like, politics or, like, freaking... um, The state of, like, freaking climate change and... Like, now... Yo, so, for some reason, whenever I turn my TV on, like, it automatically, like, goes to the news channel. And I found out... That mosquitoes are testing positive for carrying the West Nile virus in the U.S. Oh, I know that. Yo, now, and mind you, mosquitoes freaking love me. Now I'm afraid to leave my freaking house. (laughs) Mm. Yeah,
1: yeah, you're
0: right. Like, the news is anxiety riddled. Like, it's barely anything good. Like, they'll tell, like, one good story to, like, five bad stories they're like okay now we've scared we scared enough people let's show them this video of a dog like
1: (laughs) that is true yeah well do you remember in like when COVID was like really bad they're like field good stories was an elderly woman gave up her um it's not defibrillator her what is it what what was the thing the ventilator the vet yeah The old woman gave up a ventilator for a younger kid. And it's like that was like the feel-good story. But then like I remember seeing tweets, it was like, that's sad. Like she had to give it up. Yeah. Like they they didn't have enough. Like that's Yeah. And now there's the monkey pox too. Yep. is the world ending
0: it definitely is just go freaking read the book of revelation like everything they said everything is said is gonna happen before jesus return is literally happening it has been happening for years it's only a matter of time like at this point like expect jesus to come back tomorrow like (laughs) (laughs) like i'm dead ass And low-key, yeah. low-key, that's why I stopped, like, drinking and, like, that stuff. Because, like, it literally says to be a sober mind when he comes back. Last thing I want is to, like, freaking have a few shots of Jack feeling good temporarily just for Jesus to come back and be like, are you serious? Like, really, you're you're drunk right now. Because I specifically told you not to be drunk, and you're drunk right now. And then I will have nothing to say to him. Like, <laughs> Like, there's nothing I could do. He's going to be like, yeah, you're sorry. Like, you're not coming with me. And now I've just sacrificed my eternity in heaven over a few shots of Jack Daniels. Like, what? (laughs) I'm not going to do that. And that's literally, like... And obviously, I'm not going to tell, like, I'm not going to tell other people to make the same choice. I mean, they should, in my opinion. But God gave us free will for a reason. All I'm saying is, every time, like, the last few times that I drank... That's what I thought about. (laughs) And I'm like, I can't even enjoy a buzz anymore because I'm scared Jesus is going to come back while I'm buzzed.
1: (laughs) When you put it like that, it does seem a bit uh, daunting. It's like, oh, no. (laughs) For real. (laughs) And like, it depends on where you're having that drink too. Like if you're at a bar, oh, no. He's not even going to talk to you. He's not even going to talk to you. He's going to be like, you already know.
0: Yep, he's he's just gonna like look in the window, and then keep walking, and you're gonna be like, "Damn," (laughs) (laughs) like literally, "Damn, I am damned." (laughs) Like, yeah, I'm double damned. Damn. Oh gosh,
1: yeah, that's that's a good that's a good that's a good not drinking thing. Yeah. It is, like, just just poison
0: for your body. What a funny thing. I mean, a lot of things we consume are, though. Like, caffeine is, too. It just does make you drunk.
1: (laughs) Don't say that. Don't say that about coffee. Caffeine is life. Caffeine is love.
0: That's somebody with a caffeine addiction. I'm
1: kidding. (laughs) I was thinking more along the lines of, like, microplastics. Where it's
0: like everything you eat, yeah, there's plastic in there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking of, so when I went skating on Sunday, I went to the beach. And mind you, I didn't have anything to eat or drink before I went skating. Because I went to church in the morning. And I didn't have time to have breakfast before I went to church. And I just went straight to the beach after church. It was freaking 95 degrees outside. And I skated for two miles on the beach. And 95 degrees. Yo. What I tell you? I was parched. Like my mouth was dry. And I was like. By the time I started to feel dehydrated. I was like all the way at the other side of the beach. From where I parked. So I was like damn. Now I have to turn around. And go all the way back. (laughs) And by the time I got back to my car. Mind you. I also forgot to like bring a water bottle with me. So. Luckily, I had this water bottle that I literally have kept in my car for two years, Jesus at God. least. And it's, like, a like one of those, like, huge Poland Springs water bottles. Oh. And I, it was never opened, never opened. It was, like, one of those, like, because I'm, like, one of those, you know, I have anxiety. So I'm, like, survival kit, let me keep water in my car. So, yeah, kept that water bottle in my car. Two years, never used it. And I was, like, yo, I'm desperate. So... I drank it. I drank the whole thing. Oh, and <laughs> like honestly it tasted fine, but I'm like, yo that car's been or that that bottle's been sitting in my car for two years. Like that's two summers of like extreme heat where I know that plastic is just freaking melting into the water and I consumed it all. So if I get cancer at some point, that's why. it so. It was like you know how when like a bottle like parts of it are in the shade and parts of it are in the sun so like the parts that are in the sun are hot but then the parts that are in the shade are cool. Mm-hmm. That's how it was. <laughs> and I didn't like shake the bottle or anything I literally just opened it and started drinking it and I could like taste the difference I think <laughs> that was warm to cool <laughs> That might have
1: saved it from tasting like absolute garbage. yeah just that okay. little bit of cool.
0: Yeah, because if the whole thing was hot, oh my gosh, I think I probably would have just like waited till I got home to drink like actually like decent water. Mm-hmm. But now I need a I need to put in a new water bottle in my car for my survival kit. So <laughs> <laughs> it came in handy at the end of the day. I mean, just two years later, but
1: <laughs> it's every survivalist's dream.
0: It all came in (laughs) handy. Listen, if I happened to be, like, stranded in the middle of the woods somewhere, and all I had, like, all I had was what was in my car, I would have been really happy to have that bottle of water. I used to also keep, like, um, protein bars, but I ate them all one year, and I never (laughs) replenished it, so... (laughs) (laughs) i gotta (laughs) replenish it but i have like i have hello like hoodies and sweatshirts and like sweatpants and blankets and a first aid kit like i have like all this stuff so god forbid i get like trapped in my car i should be fine i have a freaking candle and a lighter in there so if i need to make a little fire i can I would love to do the time that you were like, you know what? I can eat one protein bar. (laughs) It's not good. Okay, so I ate them all um, last summer. So it was when I was living in Jersey and I was working at that dog training facility. Because, like, honestly, that job, there would be days where I was basically working, like, 13 hours. And I was very underpaid, so I was broke. So I couldn't, like, freaking buy myself food. So I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna eat this granola bar and that's gonna be my breakfast and my lunch. Cause like I I don't have like any other options right now. Like it got to the point where I would get trail mix and that would be like my lunch. And I would have like a little like fourth cup of trail mix.
1: A mm, vision of health.
0: Yo, I'm not gonna lie though, my body last summer was at its peak. <laughs> And now, today, like, I put on my favorite pair of shorts, and they're tight. And I'm, like, so sad about it. We're not talking about it. We're just (laughs) going
1: to talk about how amazing it was. You were in your summer body, and you were looking good.
0: Oh, my gosh. Like, honestly, that was the best I looked since college. Because, like, well, I should say since I quit the track team. Because when I quit the track team my junior year of college, like, I freaking let myself go. And... I've been having a really hard time disciplining myself since then.
1: Ah, same. But to be honest, when I, when I first started getting <laughs> to know you, like, you looked fine. I. I
0: like, that's because I, I was still it. on the track team.
1: When <laughs> I met you, I, did I meet you when you, you were on the track
0: team? You met me when I was on the track team. Um, but we didn't really become friends until after I had quit. Oh, okay, that's what it was.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's been it's the I think it's I was like looking at a TikTok and it, like a girl was talking about how hard it is for athletes afterwards to keep up with it.
0: Yeah, because like basically our whole lives we have somebody else holding us accountable. So we don't have to like worry about that self-discipline. Like all we have to do is show up to practice. That's all we have to do. Yeah. Like now that we don't have that we have to show up and give ourselves a workout and be consistent about it
1: Mm -hmm. and I think also like the goal like you were you were improving yourself to like win for the team and win for yourself Mm -hmm. like and now it's like the goal is a bit more obscure because oh yeah I want to get in shape but like what does in
0: shape look like and yeah exactly that's true that's true yeah oh I never thought about that because, yeah, when I ran track, like, I wasn't worried about how my body looked. I was worried about how my time was going to be at my next track meet. Mm. And now, like, that's not, like, I'm not worried about my time because I'm not competing. I'm worried about how I fit into my bathing suit. Like, mm. yo. Yeah,
1: and you could fit into your bathing suit whether you go to the gym or not. Like, like you said, if you're just calorie deficit, you could have fit into it. That doesn't mean you run to the gym all the time. It like, could just been, like, you weren't eating uh, as much yeah but now
0: my problem is like I stress eat so so I I'm already not working out consistently and now I'm stress eating and I can see myself slowly putting the weight on like I don't even have to weigh myself I know if I do I'll cry so like (laughs) I'm just avoiding that
1: (laughs) I don't whenever I sit like I have metrics for like if I'm in the shower I look down and I see like if my stomach like if I if
0: Maybe, like, the closer it gets to my toes, we have an issue. <laughs> I like, am like, okay, that's yeah, not good. That's so freaking accurate. And or then, like, like I okay. used to never, I used to never have to unbutton my pants when I sit down. Mm. And now I feel like I have to unbutton my pants every time I sit.
1: And I'm uh, like, yep.
0: no, that's really depressing. <laughs>
1: yep. I don't know if you do this too, but I'll flex. And, like, you know, you used to get, like, an idea of, like, you know, I I never had, like, crazy muscles, but, like, I could flex and you could see the definition. Right. Now I flex, and it's, like, one, I'm not feeling, like, all of my muscle. Yeah. And, like, nothing's moving. Nothing's, like, de- being defined. It's literally, like, oh, that's just fat. Like, that is Yo. just.
0: I feel that. Oh, I feel that. It's like, it's like my muscles forgot how to muscle.
1: I know. I'm like, what's going on? Do the thing. And it's like, no, no, there's nothing, there's no
0: <laughs> thing to do. It's like, I have to try so much harder just to flex the slightest bit. so <laughs> embarrassing.
1: I need to Like, I remember...
0: I used to be able to flex. Okay, so I've never had, like... You know how some people, they don't even have to flex and their abs are defined? Mm -hmm. I've never had that. But I was one of those people that, like, I could flex and my abs looked freaking perfect. Now, Mm -hmm. I flex and my stomach looks exactly the same as when I'm not flexing. It's just, like, slightly sucked in a little bit more. (laughs) Like, no. No, come back. (laughs) like I can't even like I used to I used to pull off pictures so well and I'm like I don't even want to take this picture anymore like <laughs> give me a baggy hoodie please
1: yeah oh my that's one thing the the, bag, the the loose t-shirts that I've been wearing the big t-shirts that I've now like learned to love I'm like oh this is an issue
0: this yeah is a, <laughs> this is an issue no I've definitely like it's gotten to the point where I used, so when I was in high school, I was like obsessed with crop tops. Now, if I get crop tops, it's strictly to show off my belly ring, which I'm conflicted about because my left hand will be sucking out. That's beside the point. Normally, when I go shopping, I'm automatically drawn to like the oversized shirts. Like I will literally get a freaking triple XL shirt just because of the fact that it's big.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yep, and that's when like your your sense of I just should say your sense of style, but like at least for me, where like my style kind of goes out the door because it's like all centered around just baggy, loose fitting clothing, and it's like, well, no, like skin tight stuff looks good. It's just I can't, I don't feel comfortable wearing it anymore. So like I can't, that's just off the table. So exactly. like my style is entirely shifted.
0: Yeah, I get that. And like I try to like, I try to make it look nice. But like at the end of the day, I'm wearing a freaking oversized shirt, so like, yeah, it, like it's it's casual. No matter how nice, I try to make it look like-
1: Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. You you can it, It's either you just woke up, you're running really quick to the store, or you're like you're hanging out with your friend, but you're not really going out. Like that's yeah. the only reason you should be wearing a baggy tee. Yep. Uh, I want uh. to. And I wanted to say, oh, another challenge. No it's not gonna work i already know that
0: (laughs) well what was your idea
1: i don't know like accountability like we we weigh ourselves every week but then i can't do that yeah (laughs) i can't
0: can't. (laughs) i'll literally like i get depressed every time i step on the scale like i i haven't weighed myself in months like i cannot
1: Uh, same and also, like, if you're gaining muscle, the the, the, the scale won't accurate, ac- accurately reflect, you know, muscle progress. Yeah. So you can't do that.
0: If anything, so, like, I have, like, one of those little, like, measuring tapes for, like, bodies. If anything, I'd rather do that than, like, weigh myself on the scale.
1: Okay, so I don't even want to do that because I will, like, throw up. Um, just like seeing the measuring tape like get lost under the fat pole <laughs> oh,
0: no I don't even want
1: touch that that tiny little that tiny little tape no okay oh my um,
0: gosh
1: so I was thinking like just this is where it sucks but like I was thinking like oh an accountability thing where like but then even then like, I, like the running thing didn't work for me so I'm like how can like
0: Okay, so the thing is, though, like, that running challenge, not going to lie, was difficult. Because that challenge, for our listeners, we did a challenge a couple years ago where we did 100 miles in a month. Or, like, that was the goal, to run 100 miles in one month. Um, And, like, that's a lot. (laughs) Like, you basically (laughs) have to be running every single day. Um, And if you're going to take, like, a rest day, you have to make sure that all the other days in that week you're, like, making up for the day that you missed. Um, So, yeah, that's difficult. I feel like if we were to do, like, an accountability type thing, it has to be, like, very, like, easy. Like, okay, work out for, like, 15 to 30 minutes. And keep it as broad as that. So that way, like, if you're not feeling it, you could just go for, like, a 15-minute walk and it still counts. And you're not just sitting on a couch. And sometimes, at least with me, sometimes if I just, like, get out and go on a walk it makes me motivated to want to do something else after so like then maybe you want to do like abs after or like maybe while you're walking you feel like you want to jog instead like that I feel like that would be a little bit more um doable than the freaking 100 mile in a month challenge
1: yeah you know what? Yeah. It's a really good idea cause I have that issue of like setting these extreme goals and then going really
0: really hard and then like just stopping because it's like so yo yeah i'm literally the the same way like i remember i tried doing um the 365 skating challenge which basically means you skate every single day for a year and i got to day like 72 and i was like i don't feel like doing this anymore and mind you i love skating and i still skate i just didn't have the energy to do it every single day
1: yeah, but I think seventy two like pat yourself on the back for that. That's kind of insane. Thank you. Yeah.
0: It's trash for the skating community, though.
1: Oh, uh, no, we're not comparing. No comparisons. Wait, that's a I okay. I know, like we're we're more than halfway through the year, but my New Year's resolution is no more comparing. <laughs>
0: I don't even think I came up with a resolution this year, just because I know I never actually like uphold them.
1: Yeah, I think I maybe asked you, and you you said something along the lines of that, where you're like, "I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna."
0: Yeah. I know myself too well at this point. Because then, like, if I <laughs> my problem is, I'll be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna do this," and then I don't do it, and then I feel shitty for not doing it, and then on top of that, I feel shitty for thinking that I could do it and then didn't
1: wow it's nice to see like hearing someone else talk about how they work through like like better understand themselves it like it's it's good to hear
0: yeah but i'm still not getting shit done
1: (laughs) yeah but at least you know like the first part is acknowledging
0: that's true well the first step to recovery is admitting you have a problem
1: exactly Hi, hi.
0: My name's Sophia. And... Literally same, except my name is Isabella. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi, <my> Sophia. Sophia. <laughs> <laughs> hi,
1: Isabella.
0: <laughs> Yo, I actually had to go to an AA meeting once.
1: Uh, explain.
0: <laughs>
1: so I was
0: taking so. When I was still at Tel one of the electives I took was, um, I can't remember like the exact like name of the course, um, but it was basically learning about like addictions and like drug abuse and stuff like that. Um, and so one of the assignments that we had, we had to like go to an AA meeting and basically reflect on it and like, re- like. Yeah, that was basically it. It was, like, a really easy assignment. Like, the most inconvenient part was, like, finding a meeting and going to it. But after that, all I had to do was, like, write a page about it. Um, And then I had to get a brochure, too, for, like, proof that I actually went. And, like, a a signature on that freaking brochure or something like that. Um, But, yeah. I mean, it was okay. Um, Honestly, it was pretty boring. I don't know. I was expecting it to be, like, one of those, like, movie-type meetings where like people like really go in about like their personal lives but like everyone was kind of just like oh yeah you know this is what i struggle with on a day-to-day it's like okay well okay (laughs) so yeah i mean i can kind of see why AA meetings don't work for some people
1: you know the guy who founded aa um the the way he got off his alcoholism was through LSD and he was a heavy advocate for
0: psychedelic use are you serious I'm so serious that's no that doesn't count because at that point you're literally just like you're trading one addiction for another
1: no he's not you don't get addicted well I shouldn't say you don't but it's not an addictive substance
0: yeah, but if you're using it the same way that you were freaking using alcohol, then what's the difference?
1: Well, what what you do is you do meditative use. So you take it, and then you meditate on why don't you want to, like, what, what you're trying to improve. Because when you take psychedelics, like, you can go in some dark places in your mind, and all shit comes out. You should, uh-huh. there's, like, I forget which book it is, but you so people going through therapy and taking psychedelics, and, like, the stories they tell about like how like a woman stopped smoking cigarettes. Like she like came to face to face with like an angel or something. It's like, and, and the angel was like, you know, like, I, I don't know. I, I don't remember too well, but it, it, it's not addictive. You don't keep taking it. You take it like maybe like three, four times and then you're done. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, I finally see a Wawa. Thank God. Oh, that's how you know you're home.
0: Wait, you guys don't have Wawa? Yeah, not in Connecticut.
1: Ooh, big oof. Like, I literally
0: didn't know what a Wawa was until I went to Delville. Like, I remember... (laughs) I remember one time, I was, like, with a group of friends, and they were like, let's go to Wawa. And I was like, what the hell? (laughs) I was like, (laughs) what the hell is a Wawa? (laughs) Like, what the hell is that? (laughs) Like, I honestly thought that, like... I thought it was, like, a nickname for something. Like, I don't know. I don't know what I was expecting, but it wasn't, like, what Wawa is.
1: Wawa. It is a weird name. Apparently, it's how, like, the Native Americans in the area set their name for goose. For goose? Wawa. Yeah, because the logo is a goose.
0: Oh. That's interesting.
1: Wawa. I used to have... um, my old roommates, they would put in at the end of it. And I said, can you please stop that? Wawa's.
0: <laughs> that's like saying, like, moms instead of mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I that's good.
1: Yeah. T-minus an hour and 48 minutes.
0: Yes. You're so close.
1: Yeah, I can almost pass out. kidding. I can almost taste it, feel it, <laughs> the bed. I can almost feel the bed that I'm going to pass out on.
0: Yo, not going to lie, though, that feeling of, like, getting home after a long trip is, like, one of the best feelings in the world.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I think the closest second is, I don't know about you, but when I'm holding in a pee that I really had to, like, let go... When I finally get to go pee, it's one of the most blissful feelings ever.
0: Oh, yeah. Because I'm, like, notorious for holding it in for way longer than I'm supposed to. Ooh. Like, I'm the type of person that, like, basically I'll hold it in until I'm doing the potty dance.
1: <laughs> like, deadass.
0: <laughs> and then, God forbid, because, like, normally it's when I'm at work. Because I'm, like, I'm too busy. I don't have time to go to the bathroom right now. But then, like, freaking working retail. Like customers want to freaking stop you when you're on the way to the bathroom like what and the thing is you can't be like sorry can't help you i gotta take a piss like <laughs> <laughs> <Can you imagine? laughs> so i have to like sit there try to hide my potty dance and answer whatever stupid questions they have Wait,
1: can, you, uh, can you imagine like if you ask them for help and you all go, oh, i'm gonna go to the bathroom really quick and then they come out and then their hands are still wet and they're kind of used to use <laughs> them oh god i would die i would fucking die their hands are wet they they dried off their hands on their on their t-shirt
0: that's funny when there aren't freaking paper towels in the bathroom i hate that shit
1: oh my god that's funny i didn't that's like that's one of those things that i don't realize because i've never worked in retail but like yeah that's a good point like you you the, you
0: always have to help the customer. That's like number one priority. Yep. And it sucks because they know it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like, what gets on my nerves? Okay, so Petco. I hope I don't get fired for saying shit. Honestly, I don't even really care if I get fired at this point because I've not been happy at my job. You should but have anyway. said that. You
1: should have said that smart. <laughs>
0: <laughs> PetSmart is notorious for being trash, though. Like everybody knows, Petco is better than PetSmart. PetSmart, and I'm not just saying that because I work there. Like, PetSmart has gotten in so much trouble um as far as like care for their animals, like to the point where Petco learns their lesson from watching how badly PetSmart messes up. um Yeah. Okay, so Petco's like their like motto or whatever, like their their f- whatever, like you know their catchphrase or whatever. It's like, um, at Petco, pets come first, right? So you think me as the animal manager, it is literally my job to take care of the animals in the store. And normally what happens is, um, I open, so I come in an hour before the store opens, but it takes me more than an hour to take care of the animals in the store, so I really only just get that one hour of like quiet time before I have customers in my ear bothering me while I'm trying to take care of these animals. But what sucks is it, it kind of like, it, like, it's like I can't follow the motto of the store because if a customer approaches me while I'm trying to take care of these animals, I have to stop what I'm doing to help the customer. And if you think about it, that means the pet doesn't come first. That means the customer comes first. Which defeats, like, the whole purpose. And, like, a part of me, like, especially when I really don't want to deal with people, a part of me just wants to be, like, at Petco, pets come first. And just, like, get out of my face. I'm taking care of these animals, you know? But I can't do that. (laughs) It freaking sucks. Because then it takes me so much longer to do my job when I'm constantly being interrupted.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Every time you talk about it, it's, like... I feel like it just just makes less and less
0: sense about like how that place is run yo I'm so over it like and I can't lie when I first started I was I loved it just because of how horrible my last job was like I I was so miserable at my last job that I would literally sit in the parking lot before work and cry so I got to this place and I was like wow I'm not crying this must be heaven and now I'm crying and I'm like this isn't heaven <laughs> I don't want to be here anymore, but it's a job. I'm getting paid and I'm grateful for that. Um, Also, I get along with most of my coworkers. So that's nice. Like one of my coworkers, I actually became like really close friends with and like we hang out outside of work and it's nice. Like, I'm glad that I was able to like meet her at least, you know, and my boss, like she's really cool. Like I love working for her, but damn these customers (laughs) Like, I'm, like, I, you know me, I'm an animal person. Like, I can't, I can't stand people sometimes, especially entitled people. And, like, at the end of the day, I just want to care for animals, and I don't want people in my face while I'm trying to do that.
1: That makes sense. I feel like it is a lot where, it would make sense to have, like, one person, I kind of like the, uh, I wouldn't say like the zoo, but like, you know, like the keepers just take care of the animals. Like people should just take care of the animals. And then there should be other people that just like mosey about and help the customers.
0: Well, that, that's basically the goal. Like it's, that's how it's supposed to be. But Petco keeps freaking cutting our hours. So then we don't have as many people on staff. So now normally it's like me and the aquatic specialist opening. So it's like, I have, like, he helps me with the animals in the morning, but then he also has to go to aquatics and, like, work in aquatics. And once the store opens, now both of us are trying to do our jobs with animals and aquatics, and then somebody needs to freaking stop what they're doing to go to the register or to help somebody find something or to answer whatever questions. But if Petco didn't free- keep freaking cutting our hours because, God forbid, they have people there to do the things that they want to get done, Like, that's so frustrating to me, because then they get mad at us for not reaching, like, certain quotas or whatever, when we don't have people on staff to do it because they keep freaking cutting our hours. Like, how are we supposed to get things done if there's nobody working? Like, that's the shit that bothers me. And then they have the nerve to, like, tell, like, the general managers, oh, you have to start writing people up, and if you get too many write-ups, like, they have to get fired. Like, no, like, it's not our fault when you're not giving us like the resources that we need like you're literally taking hours away from us how are we supposed to do things when there's nobody on shift to work ugh. big yeah, corporations man let it out i'm so sick of this like ugh, it's so stressful like i'm really like all i want to do is take care of animals that's all i want to do why why does it have to be so complicated? so unhappy lately Uh, I just as long as I have another job lined up before I get fired I'm okay with it I just don't want to be jobless again because that shit sucks
1: like being in
0: between jobs no like I get it like being in between jobs is horrible like when I moved from New Jersey back to Connecticut there was like a month honestly like that was probably the shortest span of time that it took for me to get a job and a month is a long time. But like, even like when I graduated, I graduated in 2020. It took me most of that year to find a job. And it was an unpaid internship. Like I couldn't even get anything else. Like that's how hard it is to find jobs in our field. And that's, what's frustrating because then you think you find one that you're actually happy at. And then like all this other shit starts happening. It's like, I didn't sign up for this. Nobody told me all this shit was going to (laughs) happen.
1: Yep. I only, I only did that, like, that kind of uh, sarcastic laugh because that's where I'm at. I don't have a job right now. I just got done my internship. And now I'm like, okay, time to find a job. And the job that I applied for isn't even in my field.
0: So. It really be like that, though. Like, let me know if you need a reference, if you need help. Like, if you need anything, like, I got you because I know how hard it is. Like, I've been there. Shoot, sometimes I feel like I'm still there.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of just, like, uh, I don't even, like, I just got done. I don't want to think about it, but I know I don't have, like, the luxury to be able to be, like, don't think about it. Like, I need to be applying. Like, I need to be applying. I'd rather apply and get rejected instead of, like, not apply at all, which is Uh where where I'm at right now. Like, at least you were getting, like, trying to find it. Like, I'm not even trying. I'm very much so. I don't want to deal with it.
0: So, you had Reg, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. For those of you who don't know, Reg Point was one of our professors, um, head of the wildlife department at DelVal. Amazing professor, like, like super experienced. Like, if anybody knows anything about wildlife, it's him. Um, are you, like, a part of his email list where he sends out, like, job opportunities? Oh, I don't think I am, actually. Okay, I am, and I get them, like, all the time, so... I can forward those to you because he literally sends job opportunities all over the country, like related to wildlife. And they're oh from gosh, like people yeah. that Wait, to work also, with and like a... Bro, send me Use your Dell Val email or have you switched
1: up my
0: email? email? My Dell Val email like got cancelled after I graduated.
1: When does it cancel? Because I've been still using mine as, like, a point of, like, I don't know, like, how do you switch over, like, how do you save Uh, all that information?
0: I think you have, I think you have a year um, until the email stops, like, working. Um, Like, Reg, he knew about that, so he asked his seniors for their personal emails so they could keep getting, like, the emails that he was sending out. Yeah,
1: okay. Yeah, I always thought that's kind of, like, that That gives me anxiety, because, like, first of all, I don't have everything saved, so I sometimes rely on emails for, like, documentation or, like, just, like, files, and uh-huh. then, like, even, like, the, like, the, the people you have in the emails, like, the correspondence, like, I, I, I don't know how, like, what, I'm supposed to get, like, a little black book and write down everyone's fucking email? Is that really what I'm saying? Yeah. If I were
0: you, I would, like, reach out to DelVal like, their IT or something like that, and see if there's a way that, like, you can access all of your contacts and, like, get them transferred to your personal email.
1: Yeah. They, did they give you a warning, at least, or no?
0: Um, I think I did get a warning, but, honestly, like, at that point, I was so done with DelVal that, like, I didn't even really care. So... Because that was also peak, like, Black Lives Matter time, and DelVal was doing a horrible job at, like being there for their like colored students and staff members like don't get me started on that school like it got to the point where i i don't know if you remember this but i like i tweeted and i posted something on instagram about how horrible delval was about like standing up for you know their their students and their staff like (laughs) and then they freaking posted like one of those like pictures of like their values, which is something you'd see on like an open house day, you know? So then I, I, I responded, I literally commented on that post. I was like, this is all you have. This is all you have to say. (laughs) And then that's after I sent that the president of the university sent an email out to everybody about like how horrible everything was and that they, that DelVal doesn't condone that type of behavior and, blah 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 and I was like that's bullshit you literally only said that because I called you out and got attention for it yeah and and what's hilarious too is one of DelVal's like Instagram accounts started like stalking my story every time I posted something because they were afraid that I was gonna like call them out on something again yeah
1: yeah they're 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 very Del Valle likes to pretend it's, like, inclusive, but honestly, I've talked to, when you said students and staff, I laugh because I don't know any staff member that's, except for Banky, maybe, I don't well, know any staff member.
0: Well, I was in the club, um, Black Student Union, so, like, being in that club, I was able to meet, like, some of the Black faculty members at Del How how many, so that, how many? like three (laughs) okay there you go that's what i'm talking about but like yeah that's the thing though because if you go to delval's like website all of their photos of students on their main page they're like all colored students yeah but then you go to the campus majority of the campus is white like all of the colored students are like freaking athletes basically um or like they're on scholarship for something like oh and then when like all of this happened like they they didn't have anything to say about it at first and that's when i made the post and i was like i'm so upset because delval is so quick to advertise that they have a diverse community but then they don't stand up for their colored staff members and and students when something like this is happening in our country and you know Del delval like <laughs> the only thing i liked about delval was like First of all, the campus itself was beautiful. And I guess there are two things I liked because also the fact that they had a wildlife major and I feel like I got a lot of experience from that major. But like, as far as like the social life on that campus goes, it was trash because there would be times where people would like, write notes with the n-word and like put it on somebody's car or slide it under their door or there'd be like a swastika freaking sketched into the elevator door and they wouldn't do anything about it there was people like there would be people hanging confederate flags in their windows so everybody outside the building can see and delval wouldn't do anything about it all they would do is like send an email out and be like oh we were told that this happened on campus if anybody knows anything more about this please let us know and obviously, like, whoever knew who did it wasn't going to freaking snitch on them. So nothing ever happened. There was no discipline. So you have these closet racists and sometimes outwardly racist people on campus going about living their best lives. And Dalvao didn't give a shit. Yep. Yep.
1: And it's because you could say their target audience, their market is the rural Pennsylvanians coming over.
0: Yeah. And it's an agricultural school. So, like, are you surprised? Yeah. Like most of the people at that school are there for freaking turf management and equine science.
1: The equine bitches are the cuntiest people you'll <laughs> ever meet. Like, just straight cunts. Like I'll if you that. if
0: you have the money to have your own horse, come on. You're <laughs> Like if that. anybody knows anything about that. For those of you who don't know, owning a horse is one of the most expensive things because besides Besides how much a horse costs, you also have to pay some type of like farm or stable to house your horse there. And it's basically like paying monthly rent for your horse to stay there. And then on top of that, normally you have to still go over there and like take care of your horse. And they don't pay you to do it because it's your horse. So you're spending all this money just to have a horse and just to ride it.
1: Yep. Yep, they they, and you want to talk about it? You people complain about taking their dogs to the vet. You know how much it costs to take a horse to the vet? Oh my
0: gosh, and these are girls that never have to like spend a penny because their parents paid for all of it.
1: Yep, yep. I remember my one roommate, the girl across the hall, she had her uh, shoot, I remember. Her equine boots would sit outside our hallway, and they'd be like, "Dude, let me in, you fuck!" Uh, like five hundred dollars for fucking boots,
0: just to get covered in shit.
1: Mhm. And none of that. That girl spit on my roommate's shoes because you'd leave your shoes outside. Um, she spit. She got the the equine girl got drunk and spit in her shoe.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: And I was like, that's insane. Yeah. 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 And also, I just like to say context. If nobody knows, the middle part of Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, like people think, immediately think Philadelphia and Pittsburgh. Those are two pretty liberal cities. But in the middle, that middle portion, I don't know if you knew. It's (laughs) Hicksville. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you know, they call it Pennsylvania for a reason. Yep. Because it's almost like you're in Kentucky because you're, like, around, like, mountain people and a lot of, like, just it's all farmland. Yeah. Yeah, not surprised. April Berry can suck a giant dick. Fuck that bitch.
0: I, yeah, I'm glad I graduated when I did. Like, I think I got out, like, at just the right time because... I got out, like, right right when COVID was becoming, like, a horrible thing in this country, that was when I graduated. So then I got out before all of the, like, Black Lives Matter stuff with, like, George Floyd and all that happening that summer. And then, like, I feel like 2021 was just trash, because, like, hearing what you guys had to go through as far as, like, classes went because of COVID, like, I'm so glad I didn't have to deal with all that.
1: Pros and cons. I was more pissed off about not being able to use the gym. I thought that was the biggest fuck you. Because I was pissed because they allowed it for athletes, but not for students. Yeah. that, That would make sense if you had two different facilities. Right. You have one facility for students. I am paying tuition for that facility. I should have access to it, especially when we're not even, we're a D3 school. Nobody, yeah. nobody from our school is actually going to go, go pro. And you might say, yeah. oh, but there was that one guy that, okay, one out of how many? Yeah, How many athletes? I was pissed the fuck off. And she goes, well, they have to train. I go, and why don't I? Why can't I? Right. Like, why can't, my mental health relies on my, 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 uh, uh me exercising. But no, it's a fuck you. I'm paying full tuition. And they go. And then I was like, they're not even paying full tuition. And she goes, oh, we're D3. We don't do scholarships. And I was like, okay, bullshit. I know you guys work around that.
0: I know. Yeah, like- sometimes they do. It depends on the case. But yeah, sometimes they do work around that. But yeah. Yeah, but honestly, I feel like it was more of like an FU to commuters. Because if you think about it, South Hall and Centennial both had their own gyms. Yay. So it was really just to... Well, I know at that time we couldn't go to other people's like dorms either but like i'm sure people still snuck into other people's dorms but like yeah commuters basically couldn't do anything on campus once covid happened
1: yep but i'm still paying full tuition that's what pissed me that stuck off yeah and, and they increased the tuition from i think it was like 2020 like it was either 2020 to 2021 or 2021 to 2022 they increased the tuition by a grant
0: That's the most Uh, that they've done it. It was a grand. Because, honestly, all four years that I was there, they increased it every year, but it was never by that much.
1: Nope. It was a grand. I remember checking in. I thought, that's kind of fuck shit.
0: Yeah. To do what? (laughs) To redo alumni Lane so you can't skateboard down it anymore? Like, what? Yep. Yep. Yeah, that shit irked me. I was like, you're spending money on repaving this lane When most classrooms still only have chalkboards, yep, (laughs) yep. What, (laughs) yep. You can't even drink clean water from most of the buildings because of the lead in, and you're spending your money on redoing like a freaking walkway.
1: Yes, exactly. That's what pissed me off the most. You're fucking sitting here telling me that some students that are paying money. Ah, miérda! I messed my. Oh, i missed my exit hold on i got so <laughs> go <laughs> I missed my exit. no no because i totally agree because the, the the thing is they sat there and they're doing everything but you know how old some of those fucking omen yeoman whatever it is yeah you know how old that fucking building is this i think it's
0: i think it is like the oldest dorm that they have on campus
1: yeah come come the fuck off. are you serious Jesus Christ! And then not like only that, they're talking about selling, like one of the farms, because they they they're not they don't have enough money.
0: They sold to the market.
1: Yeah, they sold the market, but they were also debating on selling. I think like one of the like the the like the cow breeding or what the cow. I don't know. They were talking about uh, selling a farm. So and now thought,
0: that's taking away from the students' education.
1: And that's what I was saying. I was like the whole market for. Del Val was hands-on experience, and if you yep. sell the farms, you take that all away. Are you serious? Yep. And, and then still- just to
0: just to increase the tuition, so you're not <laughs> even you. getting the hands-on experience that they're promising you.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It, 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 honestly, like, and then they there was talks about how they're not paying their, their faculty enough. Um shanko was complaining about the pay. Um, I don't know if you ever had lasco
0: I did. I loved her.
1: She she quit because apparently she wasn't making enough money. So halfway. Are you the-
0: serious?
1: I, and it was this is how bad it was. I feel like Lasko is a respectful person. She left halfway through the semester, giving people. Oh my god. She gave students a like a a three day notice, something like that, something absurd, like a week or like. Something, like, it was, like, literally, like, yeah, she's leaving, at, like, by Friday. Like, she told us Monday, she's leaving by Friday. That that was kind of a deal.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: Because she got a better-paying job.
0: That's I, insane.
1: I, I truly believe Lasko is respectable enough that she wouldn't have done that if it wasn't as bad as I imagine Yeah, I
0: was. yeah, totally. Because she was one of those, first of all, she's one of those professors that had been there for a decent amount of time. Um... And she was one of those professors that was, like, known for how great, like, her labs were. And, like, people always did well in her classes because she was just that great of a teacher. And, like, like, I remember, so, I had her my freshman year for Intro to Small Animal Management. And I remember that year, my ferret died because he had pancreatic cancer. And I didn't even have him on campus because I couldn't. And so, like the fact that he died and I wasn't even around for it, like that was just heartbreaking for me. And I went to her, like I went to her during her freaking office hours just to talk to her about it. And she was there for me, like she was one of those professors. Like, oh my gosh, That's she still, actually like, gave a fuck. Yeah. Devil, they're losing. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: it's, it's <laughs> honestly the paving of the the paving of this stupid fucking thing was like one of the one of the students like it's unbelievable unbelievable and that's where it's like you know they announce these new presidents or new leadership and it's like this is where it feels like i'm in some sick kind of game where it's like things are changing but like like things are changing, but the baseline doesn't change. Everything stays the same.
0: Yeah. And it's you like. Know what's what's yeah. hilarious to me is when people are like outwardly upset with the choices that they made with their money. And then they would have the nerve to be like, oh, this money was donated to us. So, like, I was on the track team at Del Valle. Not once did I have a home meet on campus because we didn't have a legible track on campus. We couldn't host meets. Campus only had three lanes, so we could not host any meets. Mind you, the track used to be legible to host meets, but when they decided to redo the football field, they took lanes out of the track to put more space around the field. And then for those years that I was at school, like my coach was telling me, yeah, I'm trying to get them to, like, to, to build us a new track, to, like, build us a field house, whatever the case may be, but then they had the nerve to put pressure on us and say, we had to do well at MAC Championships in order for them to do that for us, and I was like, that's not fair, because if we're not doing well, it's because we don't have the facilities to do well, and now you're putting pressure on us to do well in order for you to provide for us? Mm-hmm. Like that, that was one of the reasons why I quit on top of the fact that not going to lie. I, I was not a fan of my coach. Um, a lot of people on the team weren't, he's not a coach there anymore. Um, but like, honestly, that was like, I had, I would say I had a better experience running track in high school than I did in college, which is very backwards.
1: Um, I talked to one other person on the track team and they said the same thing, that the coach was just horrible.
0: And like, don't get me wrong. Like he was like, overall, I would say he was like a fairly decent guy. I think he just had a hard time, like compartmentalizing. Like, like he, you could tell he was taking his stresses from life and like taking them out on us. Or, like, he would put his focus into the wrong thing. Like, he would skip practice to try to recruit high school athletes to join our team instead of actually working with us to make sure that we were doing what we were supposed to do at practice. Like, it got to the point where I was, like, leading practice and I wasn't even a captain. Because the what? captains wouldn't show up. Oh, damn. Yeah. So. You think? Sorry, <laughs> No, that was, like that's like that was it that like it was just Ugh.
1: do you think he actually went and recruited people or do you think he was just taking the day off to your fuck around
0: um he was actively recruiting people like he cared more about his future team than his current team which was the problem because if your current team sucks nobody's going to want to join it
1: yeah and if you're uh, if your equipment and your
0: facilities aren't up to par then no matter who you bring in it's going to be exactly like they're not going to want to stay um and like it got to the point where like we would be at track meets and i would see him talking to athletes from other schools instead of like watching his own athletes perform that's
1: just
0: disrespectful (laughs) at that point yeah like i i remember there'd be some days where like i would actually do like i would do pretty well in a race and i would go up to him and be like did you see that race and he'd be like oh no i missed it like what were you doing like I was the only person from our team racing at this exact time and you missed it.
1: <laughs> bad coach. Glad he's gone though.
0: Oh my gosh. And sometimes he'd bring his kids. Mind you, his kids were cute. Like they're they're these cute little mixed babies. But like they were bad. <laughs> like they were bad like they would like freaking hit and spit on and like they were just like Ew. they were like all over the place and then he kind of relied on us to be his babysitters. And I'm like I'm here to compete I'm not here to watch your kids like what the heck like I should be warming up right now not sitting here playing patty cake with your daughter
1: wait th- <laughs> oh, that's good wait. did he have glasses yes Oh, I think I met him
0: before. And he drove an Audi with his last name on the license plate.
1: Yeah, I definitely
0: met that man before. <laughs> he seemed like a prick. <laughs> but, but the thing is, too, like, even after I quit, he still wanted me to rejoin the team. So, like, he would reach out to me every once in a while to check in. Even after I graduated, he, like, reached out to me just to check oh. up with me and I was like okay I I'm trying to figure out if this is you like being genuine and like wanting to know how I'm doing or if like there's something like else like some type of agenda behind it
1: no I think like uh like I don't know how else like maybe if he wanted you to help train but I think he you know you're not in the state at least that you know yeah what if he actually cares
0: it's possible Cause honestly, I was kind of like his therapist at one point, so maybe he did.
1: Damn, this man it. Is- <laughs> yes. Yeah. Damn.
0: I'm not gonna air out his shit though, because a lot of people at Del Val like knew who he was, because he basically tried to recruit the whole school too. Like, it got to the point where, like, if he saw somebody that was like semi-fit, he- either he would go up to them, or he would have like me or one of my teammates go up to them and try to get them to join the team. And I remember one time I was in a calf, and he was there and he saw like this girl and he's like, do you know her? And I was like, yeah, I have like a class with her. And he was like, go try to get her to join the team. So now I had to go walk up to this girl because he was watching me. And luckily we weren't like in earshot. So I was telling her, I was like, listen, I'm just here because my coach wants me to ask you to join the team. You don't have to. I just have to make it seem like I tried because he's literally watching me talk to you right now. Like that's like... I hated being in those situations, (laughs) Uh, especially since, like, most of the people on the track team hated being on the track team. So, like, I didn't even really have anything to hype up. You're like, do
1: you want to make your college experience even more miserable?
0: (laughs) For real? Do you want to, like, throw away your Saturdays? (laughs) Because all of our track meets are on Saturdays, so you better not make any plans. (laughs) Oh, that sucks. Yeah. And that's the thing about track meets too, is they'll go on for the whole freaking day. Like, you have to wake up at, like, 5 in the morning, and you're not getting home until, like, 7 at night. Like, that's... Yo. Just just to run... A... As a sprinter, my races were no longer than 30 seconds. So, just to run... And 30 seconds was my longest race. That was a 200, right? So, mm-hmm. my freaking 100s, or, like, my 60s, like, whatever the case may be, those were, like, freaking 15 seconds or faster. So I'm spending over 12 hours at this place just to run for, like, a total of, like, one minute.
1: (laughs) When you break it down like that, it's kind of a scam.
0: yeah and for a d3 school knowing damn well i wasn't going to the olympics like (laughs) at that point like you know i was really just doing it for the love of the sport like just because i loved competing but then when you like add in all that stress it takes the fun out of it and that's why i was like i can't do this anymore
1: are you glad you quit
0: low-key no like, I kind of wish I at least, like, because the thing is, like, I only had a year left. So, like, I feel like I could have, like, toughed it out. But the problem was my grades during that time were trash. Like, I actually failed one of my classes, which I had never done in my entire life. Like, I've always been, like, an A-B student. So, like, that was just, like, crazy for me. Um, But, yeah, I, and also, like, I wanted to be one of those, like, kids that when they graduate they could have that freaking like student athlete sash oh and my like God. like because my whole life I've been an athlete so like the fact that like I wouldn't even be able to to represent that when I graduated college like and I had no plans of like continuing school so like that was going to be like my last graduation and I couldn't even like show off that I freaking played a sport and and was able to balance sports and School <clears throat>
1: faked an injury but said uh tentative re- recovery return and just been like sat it out like get like a fake you could go get like the dick sporting goods get like a, a brace or something and then fake a doctor's note and be like yeah i can't play but look he says i'm almost i'm almost good and then just keep and then you would have been on the team, not have to do any of the running.
0: But it's not the running that I had a problem with. It was, like, the coaching.
1: Yeah, true. But, I mean, you can't do the running without the coaching. So, it's, like, cut your losses and just.
0: Yeah. And the thing is, too, like, I still showed up to a couple of meets after I quit, too, just because I wanted to see how my teammates were doing.
1: Aw. Uh, a true team player.
0: And they say track is an individual sport. (laughs) I was a relay runner, okay? That's a team.
1: That's That's a team. Where were you on the relay?
0: I was usually the third leg.
1: So what that means?
0: Yeah. Well yeah.
1: For it including anchor.
0: Yeah. So basically Ideally this is how you wanna like order your your legs your anchor is going to be the fastest person because you want to finish strong no matter what and then you want your first leg to also be like ideally you want your first leg to be like the second fastest because you want to start off good so then the second third leg the second leg is normally the slowest because then that gives you time to like catch up if they fall behind so then i was as a third leg it was my job to try to like either maintain the pace or close the gap a little bit so the anchor wouldn't have as much work to do by the end of it.
1: I used to, at one point I was really into like Olympic track and field. Not like, I didn't, I never did it, but I loved watching it. Yeah. Especially the co-ed because- Oh yeah,
0: those are fun. Mm -hmm. I've never, I've never competed in a co-ed relay. But watching those is so fun. Yeah,
1: I just love the... I just... I think, like, when people run... Like, when just seeing the human form just run is, like, insane to me. Yeah. Because they can get pretty darn crazy.
0: Yeah, like, the mechanics of it, like, it's insane. Honestly, though, my favorite race that I've ever watched and competed in was the Hurdle Shuttle. Which is basically a relay for hurdlers. And it's so interesting the way it's set up. Like, so in a normal hurdle race, all their hurdles are facing the same way and going in the same direction. In a shuttle, every other lane is the opposite. So what happens is you have four people per team, two people at the start line and two people at the finish line. The first person starts at the finish line running towards the start line. Once they pass the start line, the second person goes and runs towards the finish line. And then that's how it is. So that way, the last person crosses the finish line. So it's like so interesting to see people going like back and forth, hurtling back and forth on the straightaway. And I was able to compete in that race when I was in high school. And oh, my gosh, it was like the most fun thing that I've ever done. Oh, wow. I never heard of that. That's cool. Yeah. Except, of course, there isn't a baton because it's kind of hard to pass a baton over to somebody when you're, like, next to them. Yeah. Um, like, honestly, like, the race itself is difficult enough, like, you don't need a baton. <laughs> but, like, they do have officials, like, watching to make sure that people aren't starting before their teammate crosses the line. Events, like, like, you only see those events at, like, the, the bigger, like, meets. Like, I know um Penn Relays had it But my team didn't have enough hurdlers to compete in it at Penn. So I was actually in Penn Relays one year. Oh, wow. Yeah. In um, a 4 by 2 And mind you, 200 is one of my worst events. And (laughs) safe to say the team did not do that well. In fact, we got last in our heat. But I don't think we got last overall. So I'll take that as a win.
1: Get
0: what you can. But I'm not putting it all on me, though. Because, like, yeah, 200 wasn't my best, but there are three other girls. (laughs) So I wasn't bad enough to make the team lose, is all I'm saying. But I was definitely, like, I think I was the... I think I was the second leg, if I remember correctly. But that's how you know I was the slowest. (laughs)
1: yeah um i just i just imagine it's fun to just compete so
0: it is but also nerve-wracking when it's like one of those huge meets especially when you know it's being televised because it's like wow now i just did horribly and everybody can see it on tv <laughs> yeah
1: it's you on tv did you wave
0: to your mom no because nobody watched it Oh. But it's okay because I perform worse when I know people are watching me.
1: Next time on the next episode of
0: She needs water.
1: She needs water.
0: Who knows what we're gonna talk about? We kinda just figure it out on the spot.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is kinda this is I like the ad lib though.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's I'll more genuine fun. I feel like.
1: It's truly a conversation.
0: Yeah.
1: Blaming i fun on okay, okay, bye. Okay, bye.